You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases with no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Betches Media presents The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed because after all, it's only one day of your life. Welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and today we have back one of our brides ambassadors, Mila White, or lovingly known as our type A control freak bride. So for a quick recap, um, we had her back on the podcast in August. So she shared about how her and her fiance are balancing their different cultural, familial, and religious backgrounds, revealing that they have to hold two bridal parties and two wedding ceremonies. So welcome back. I can't wait to talk to you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be back. Oh my God. Well, so we met in person when I was in New York City like, I can't believe that was two weeks ago already. It was so crazy. Like, you were standing outside the yeah. <laughs> event. And I, like, as I walked up, I was like, wait, I know her. Like, I know, same. It was so confusing because, <laughs> like, working in fashion, I see, meet so many different people. So I was like, do I know her from, like, my personal life or my work life? I'm so yeah. confused. Yeah, it's so weird. It's the internet makes things even weirder, too, because you feel like you know people already. Like, you feel right. like, like you've met people in person. Like, it's super crazy. <laughs> I know. And that was such a crazy week. So how many events did you end up going to that week? I ended up going to like five or six throughout the whole week. Oh my gosh. Um, I was supposed to go to like eight, but I had to cancel like my full last day of bridal fashion week on Friday because I got sick from being so run down and I just like physically couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Like I am like by no means an influencer of any sort. Um, so I was like, this is like my first experience getting invited to events yeah. and like shooting content. And I, I, at the same time, while simultaneously working my jobs, mm-hmm. so like I would go to an event or a show and then go back and work and like go back and forth. And I have never been more tired in my life. It took me like a week to recover. I know it. When I came back on Sunday night, it took me like four or five days to just like feel like my body wasn't breaking down anymore. Yeah. And I didn't even go to that many bridal events. Did you have a favorite one that you went to? I did. I actually did really love the Jenny Yu show um, and then the Waters presentation. Um, they had like a fun party and an, like the presentation the next day. I had a lot of fun at both of those because they were super interactive. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, especially Jenny Yu, it was like a 20th anniversary show. So I think this is like what I've learned from attending bridal fashion week was I basically walked into it, like not knowing what to expect. I was just invited via the designers to different events throughout the week. Mm -hmm. And specifically Jenny and waters had parties like launch parties, but a lot of the other brands that invited me were just kind of like, let it from a fashion sense. If anyone works in fashion, who's listening to this, it's like a market. So which is exactly what I do full time anyway, but it's a very like non extravagant, like booth setup almost, and you're mm-hmm. coming to just look at a couple models wearing the gowns and you browse through and then you just get out of there because it's okay. the primary function of it is for stores to buy the gowns to right. house in their stores. So yeah, that was interesting, especially because like that's 
the designers are more focused obviously on the stores because that's where they make their money and mm-hmm. you kind of coming to film content is not is like kind of on the back burner but right. at Jenny you and Waters it was like I met so many different people like you and like got to actually have a more like interactive experience yeah I was gonna say like if every single event was like the Jenny you event that I went to I was like that's a lot like yeah because <laughs> it I mean it was like a full-on show and there was like yeah. hors d'oeuvres and there was it was like an event and so I was yeah. when you said that you went to that many, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, I had so I would many be- different type, like types of things. I went to some were just brief, like some mm-hmm. brands were like, just come try on some gowns. Some like David's Bridal had like a full on party where you're you're going from like different stations. Oh, like wow. it was, it was crazy. It was crazy in a good way. Like I'm so thankful mm-hmm. and was so happy to be invited. And I met so many friends for the first time in person and just like got to see firsthand like what gowns are coming out in 2023 and 2024 so it was really cool which we'll get to because I have some questions for you because you're very (laughs) good at trends and predicting trends I mean that's like literally your job but Mm -hmm. let's talk your wedding so you are about six months out from the April wedding yeah six months out from the the big which is like what I can consider our wedding Mm -hmm. um yeah, six months out as of this weekend, which is crazy. That is crazy. Like, time is going to fly, which is probably not what you want to hear right now. I'm sorry. No, I honestly <laughs> do want it to fly. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, yes, the countdown, because we're also a week away from hitting one year engaged, which mm-hmm. is also insane. Um, and time did fly by in this past year. So I think, you know, especially after the holidays, it'll just, like, in the blink of an eye, it'll be around the corner. Yeah. So you have your... You guys are doing a Greek Orthodox wedding in February, right? Yes, Greek Orthodox wedding and bridal shower in the same weekend in February. Okay. After that, I have my bachelorette first or second weekend of March. And then like third weekend of March is my bridal shower in California. And then it's like it's nothing like, else going on until the wedding. And then you're <laughs> yeah. like, there, it's going to be go, go, go. Yeah. So I obviously follow you on TikTok and mm-hmm. everyone who is listening should follow you as well. Um, But you've been kind of speaking out recently about how you're kind of struggling because like when you came on the podcast in August, you were like, you were like organized, you had things going on, like you were Mm -hmm. loving it. And so what are you dealing with now? Because I'm sure a lot of brides can relate to this feeling. Yeah, I think um, what I'm struggling with right now is what like the professionals like to call in the wedding industry, which is decision fatigue. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just my personality. I'm a naturally indecisive person. Um, and, uh, you know, when you first get engaged, you're on like this massive high of like, oh my gosh, like we get to pick the venue and we're doing all this together. And I have to like give so many props to Alex because he's so involved and he's very helpful. Yeah. And like, he takes care of things on his own without me even asking him to, which is like really secured the foundation of our marriage, I think, like mm-hmm. as we get married. But you know, there's certain things that he was open about, like not wanting to do or that he wasn't interested in, like florals or linens and things like that. And when sometimes you're presented with so many different options, I just like don't know how to like make a decision anymore. Mm-hmm. I've, I've completely changed the route on my florals. Like I had it like last time I was on the podcast had a completely different vision than what we're doing. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. I was like, has anything changed since the last time you were on? Like, I'm so yes. curious how this is all unfolding. Yes. So much has changed. Well, first of all, I got a new wedding planner, which I had mentioned, right. who 
I'm going to shout her out, Alicia. She is like my queen life savior. I love you so much if you're listening. Um, she saved my life. <laughs> and Alex, I love her so much. I luckily have her as my backbone because I'm like, hey, what do you think of this idea? And she'll, and she's very polite. Like, she'll be like, this is great. I think that totally fits the direction. It's a lot more modern or maybe not. Like, let's stray away from this. And she has like helpful suggestions mm -hmm. and points me in the right direction of like the overall goal. And on top of that, like her expertise really helps like when I have a question about certain logistics, she's like has the answer for me right away. And like, I can probably speak it based on my experience, but a lot of vendors right now are very non-responsive just because they're overloaded with other weddings and it's just massive wedding boom going on. So the response time across the board is just like so slow. So having someone that messages me on a daily, regular basis is really nice. But, um, yeah, I completely shifted my florals from I thought I was going to go heavy on the baby's breath, do that whole like modern minimal design, which is mm -hmm. definitely still what I'm sticking towards. But I wanted to go a little bit more minimal and have decided to kind of focus on different florals instead of baby's breath. So, yeah, that was a huge shift. Um, but wedding colors and everything are staying the same, um, which is just black and white and nothing else other than the florals have really changed so far. Yeah. So with your planner, like you were telling me about how, you know, people aren't being responsive and I've been getting that a lot. Like when I, like when I have, you know, people write in their questions or something that they're struggling with, like that is probably the top one or two responses that I get is people being like, my photographer's not responding. My florists isn't responding. Like, I don't know what to do. And it's like, it's frustrating because you want that reassurance that like mm -hmm. it's still going to plan, but like you're also understanding of them being like really busy. And it's yeah. just like, you probably struggle with that back and forth of like, please respond to me. Like right now I need yeah. this like comfort and this like security that things are going as planned. I, yeah, I obviously not a, I'm not planning a wedding, but I, yeah. <laughs> I would die. Cause I'm like such a big communicator. Like I love to like talk all the time. Like I want to be me in too. contact and I, I don't expect someone to write me back like within the minute, but like, please get back to me within. Like, right. And I, th I think that's like kind of why I'm so like, it's hard right now because your understanding of the fact that like, like, for example, I think my photographer said she's doing like 30 weddings this year and she's had no oh time gosh. or 30 25 or 30 i think it was 30 she did in 20 last 2021 and then she did like 20 or 25 this year and i see her i follow her on instagram like she is non-stop go 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 my current florist she had posted about how she's doing eight weekends in a row of three weddings each weekend so friday saturday and sunday oh so, my gosh and she's pregnant on top of that <laughs> And so it's like, you know, they are making up for a lost time. Mm -hmm. They want their business to grow. So it's like, this is why I personally always say like, I would, I'm so thankful to have my wedding planner because she has pointed me in the direction of vendors that she's trusted, mm -hmm. that she trusts and worked with. So it gives me all the confidence to know, like, she, like she'll reassure me in that way. Like, I won't, you like, I've used this person a million times. I know they'll come through. Like she can text them on the side when their inbox has a hundred emails in it and get a and, response and get a quick response. That's and nice. like, if I were to do this whole thing all over again, and if my budget was different, like I would rather DIY all of my florals than not have my wedding planner. Like, 
because she that is just the reassurance that I need um, from someone, especially as someone who's type A. And it has really benefited me because I don't know if my like my mental state is already in a struggling position. So I don't yeah. know if it would be any better if I didn't have her. Well, and too, like it's probably so helpful because you are doing a long distance wedding. So yeah. to have that person be there and like be right. your eye, I'm assuming she's in California. I don't know why. I just yeah, she's that. in okay. Southern California. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, damn, I like, I just assumed that. No. But. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code brides20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code brides20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code brides20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Nadri knows it's important to find the perfect finishing touch for your wedding day. Even if you've already spent most of your budget on the dress, the venue, etc. I mean, you deserve a little sparkle. So that's why Nadri creates the most stunning, highest quality fashion jewelry with show-stopping sparkles, often mistaken for real diamonds. Let's get real. You need to accessorize for the engagement party, bridal shower, rehearsal dinner, the wedding, and the honeymoon. Thankfully, Nadri has you covered with the perfect jewels for every occasion. Plus, if you need to find the perfect bridal party or mother of the bride gifts, Nadri's got you covered. Nadri jewelry is meticulously made like fine jewelry using the highest grade materials to ensure durability, shine, and that show-stopping sparkle that the brand is so well known for. When it comes to jewelry for your big day, you were in the best hands with Nadri. And best of all, you get 20% off your first order with code BETCHESBRIDE, valid now through June 30, 2024. Discount must be entered at checkout and cannot be combined with any other offer, promotion, or discount. Try Nadri for yourself by visiting nadri.com slash discount slash Betches Bride. Learn more, find the perfect jewelry, and take the quiz to find out your bridal style on Nadri's wedding shop page. All new customers will get 20% off their first order on nadri.com slash discount slash Betches Bride. That's nadri.com slash discount slash Betches Bride. When it comes to decision fatigue, like, what do you have left to focus on within the last six months? Because I feel like I hear a lot from brides saying, like, oh, my God, I have everything done in the first, like, two months. And then they wait. Mm -hmm. And then it's, like, really the last month is, like, crunch time for stuff. So I'm just kind of curious about that. It's not necessarily all just decision fatigue, too. Mm -hmm. It's, like, so one of the main things that I wanted to focus on is, like, 
everyone is aware that you usually with wedding vendors, you pay some sort of percentage upfront for as a deposit to secure the vendor. And then within like each vendor is different. Sometimes it's the week of the wedding, 30 days before, 45 days, whatever are the remaining payments. Mm -hmm. I did the math and I was like, that is a lot of money (laughs) to pay all at once. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to like make monthly payments like when most vendors will negotiate like a monthly payment schedule or if you can say like i don't know whatever system works they don't mind because they just want to get paid right and they're like sure if you want to pay me early pay me early just note that like we need to have this entire thing paid off by the state mm-hmm. so i am like organizing excel spreadsheets to be like okay this month what is financially feasible for us to contribute and like that's where the fatigue necessarily comes into yeah. is like every time i get paid or i you know like look, reassess my finances. I'm like, okay, how much money can I shell off right now? Mm-hmm. Um, which in retrospect, I'll be so thankful for, but I'm kind of just like want to live my life right now yeah. and not have everything be so centered around wedding planning. And um, right now, I mean, there's not that many decisions other than logistics, mm-hmm. like because we are having multiple events becomes multiple logistics. Mm-hmm. So like coordinating where we're going to have like the luncheon after our church wedding you know, um, coordinating where we're going to do our rehearsal dinner and welcome drinks. Do we need transportation? Should we have an after party? (laughs) Like my mom, you know, what catering I want to do for a bridal shower. Mm -hmm. It's like, all those are questions that have to be like asked and answered. Um, and mostly the wedding weekend logistics is what I'm focusing on because they can't really send out my invitations without having the full events. Like in order confirmed. right exactly yeah so that's where it like is it's not necessarily just decision it is decisions because i'm like deciding like getting a quote from a caterer getting a quote from transportation you know what i'm saying it's mm-hmm. just like endless communication with like a million people and i just like want to like carve pumpkins and yeah. enjoy <laughs> and go to right cider now. mills and right like, yeah. yeah go, go on, like a hayride <laughs> yeah like i and then it's like on top of that, it's like every question you ever get from anyone in your life is like, "How's the six wedding? months? Like, yeah. how's the wedding? Blah blah. blah. Aren't you so excited?" And it's like, I just want to get married at yeah. this point, and I totally now understand why people elope. <laughs> Do you feel that pressure, like, to be like the happiest bride? Like when people ask, like, you know what I mean? I feel like people... I don't think so. Okay, that's a great question. Um, luckily, I. I'm in this position where a lot of my friends are getting married right now. So it's like we have this like community of people. Plus, I create content on TikTok, which I've made a lot of friends with. And like, I think just like being authentic and saying like, you know, I'm not enjoying this space right now. Like, you know, it's not making me happy. I am losing sight of like my day to day schedule, my like my my personality, like my I love wedding planning as much Mm -hmm. as I do. I've enjoyed being engaged like Alex is the person I'm going to marry and I'm so excited for that but I don't want my life to revolve around this anymore and it's not my personality it's going to happen and it's going to go so I need to make sure that I'm like consistently maintaining like my health and my lifestyle yeah and I mean too with the holidays coming up like it's just a lot on someone you know like it is to plan a wedding and like me it's I mean I honestly 
tip my hat to every single bride. I know people in the reviews like to say that I don't like weddings, but I'm someone who like literally <laughs> loves and that's why I have this job. I just have a lot of opinions just like everybody else. But right. yeah, I mean, that just sounds really stressful. And I'm like, applaud you for talking about it because I think yeah. it makes a lot of brides feel more comfortable feeling, you know, like, okay, like I'm not crazy. And it's not a sign right. that like you don't want to marry this person. It's just a sign that you're like, I want my life back. Right. Like, I just want to exactly. feel normal. Yeah, like I want to just be married and live our married life. And mm-hmm. that's, I think that's totally fine because I, I did have friends say like, you know, before we got engaged, everyone was like a short engagement, like it's the best, like from friends who got married, like it's just, it's less time to worry about things. And that would have been ideal for us. But we were like, we had some, you know, non-negotiables, which was we wanted a Saturday wedding. We wanted a certain time of year. Mm-hmm. And like that meant a year and a half engagement. And in retrospect, like I used to get so hurt when people were like, yeah, short engagements are so much better. Now I'm like, I totally understand what you mean because <laughs> it's just less time. Of, like, I don't want to say it's wasted because it's not wasted, but it's just less time, like feeling stressed or anxious or Or have the whatever. process drawn out. And then it gives exactly. you more time to maybe think about things more, change things, add, and which adds stress, you know, like that's a right. lot. That really it is, is a lot. lot. Yeah. So if anyone's struggling, I'm here with you. But and if you're having a great time, I'm also happy for you. Right. Because like, (laughs) enjoy it's probably ebbs and flows. You know what I mean? Like you probably have days where you're like, oh, my God, I just got this done. I feel so great. Like, I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. And then you have other days you're like, can I not? Like, I don't want to do this right now. Yeah. No, I totally get that. Um, So to switch gears just a little bit, you are like a self-proclaimed DIY bride, or you were the last time that you came on the podcast. You are Mm -hmm. like a cricket queen. Have you stuck to that? Or are you now just like, I don't want to do any of this by myself? Like, No, I've definitely still stuck to that. Okay, (laughs) Um, I just like, at this point, there's not much to be done on the cricket. Like we had a couple, we finally got some confirmations for some people who didn't receive save the dates. So I was like, whoop, dusted off the little cricket in the closet and like, sent out new rounds and I will get back into it for sure. Like I, when it gets closer to the events, like mm-hmm. for bachelorette purposes, I'm definitely going to be using it a ton. Um, it's just, it's an awkward time because, you know, my sister's my maid of honor is like confirming how many girls are coming on the bachelorette. So I don't want to overproduce things mm-hmm. if less people come, like there's always going to be some fallout. So right. um, I definitely still plan to DIY all of my okay. signage, my invitations if I can. Actually, that's TBD because I'm that is something I might have to reevaluate. But wedding signage for sure, rehearsal dinner, like menus, all that sort of stationery will be done by me. But um, any of the bigger stuff, I am kind of reconsidering at this point. <laughs> yeah, that I've seen that a lot too, where you know you go into it and you're like, okay, I'm going to DIY this and this, and then you're like, mm-hmm. the stress of that like isn't worth it to me. Like you're yeah. like, I it's it's too much. It really is. Yeah, like I was fully planning on DIYing our I had a friend I have a friend who did our she's a graphic designer and she created our save the dates which were beautiful and then I asked her we're going to do like wedding welcome bags and I wanted I'm a sustainable queen as much as I can be so I wanted to create um canvas tote bags that had like a bespoke design um of our wedding but I didn't actually want it to say Alex and Mila anywhere so that people can like use it for grocery shopping and mm-hmm. have multiple it can be multifunctioning after the wedding and um she created them for me and i was like i'm gonna heat press these individually i'm gonna print them on my cricket and transfer them to the canvas totes mm-hmm. and now i'm like 
internet searching for like the cheapest company that right. can print them <laughs> at the best price. Cause I'm like, I love this design, but I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I just have to wash my hands with this. I can't do it. It's too right. Much. Cause yeah. So the, those are like the little things that have changed, but they are nothing, nothing that's going to like directly impact the entire weekend. Like no one will know whether or not I DIY a bag or if, I bought it like and got a customer either way. Yeah, it doesn't matter so. either way. They're yeah. getting a bag. It's all good. <laughs> exactly. And if it saves you, you know, some time and like take some pressure off you and like your mental health, like that's the most important right. thing. Exactly. I want to talk to you about like your advice for brides. Cause I feel like you're like mm-hmm. a great, like bridal guardian angel. Like you oh, have you. all <laughs> things figured out. Like I swear to God, I go on your TikTok and I'm like, you're cause you're so type a, and I'm like yeah. so jealous <laughs> of that. Cause I, I'm a fucking mess. Yeah. And so I'm like, I like aspire, you know, like I buy a planner, like I get, Mm -hmm. I try my best and it just like doesn't work out for me. So my question for you is like, what advice do you have for brides who like just got engaged and they really don't know where to start when it comes to planning a wedding? Yes, that's a great question. So I'm going to start off with one piece of advice that I literally hate hearing. And like, this is so funny, but like, I hate when people say, just do what you want at your wedding. Like follow what your head, what you want to do. Like, and I don't, I'm not throwing any shade on anyone. Mm -hmm. Like it's so much easier said than done Mm -hmm. because like weddings are just not like a one size fits all. It's not like a template that you get and you're like, okay, you're supposed to do this, this and this. And like, that's it. Like there are so many contributing factors. Like how many guests do you want to invite? Who's paying? Like, that's probably number one. Like, who's paying? Do you want to pay for this? Are you and your partner paying for this? Out of pocket, do you have savings? Like, are your parents contributing? Are other relatives contributing? So, like, if I just got engaged, like, that, that's what I would be doing is figuring out, okay, like, number one, how large of a wedding do we want? And two, who's going to pay for it? Because that kind of determines how the planning process is going to go. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if so kindly family members want to contribute to your wedding you have to allow them to have some sort of say Mm -hmm. within that and it's so much hard at least that's what i think like if you have a relationship with your family where you're they're like here's my money do whatever you want like that's great for you but it's not always like that for a lot of brides and i think that's where a lot of like stress and fatigue comes from is like a lot of parents disagree with the you know bride and groom on like certain style aesthetics or how they should handle certain things and when people say yeah just do what you want it's like it's not that easy for me to just say hey mom thanks for the money like your opinion is not does not matter right right no uh, i 100% agree and like that is something i see a lot as people being like it's your day it's your day and like well yes it is Mm -hmm. if you're getting you know someone's contributing financially and especially if you're contributing a lot of money Um, Mm -hmm. for your wedding like you kind of have to kind of take the l and be like okay yeah i'll I'll invite your your coworkers to the wedding right like even though that's not something i really want unless you're doing like like a micro wedding or something like it's it really like you said is not one size fits all like it's Mm -hmm. every wedding is so different the logistics are different everything right that's really easier said than done to say it is and that's why when i'm like like whenever i hear people say that i'm like oh they're paying for their wedding 100 because it's so easy for me to say that or they're having a micro wedding like you just said so Mm -hmm. like that i would say when it comes to navigating some issues or disagreements within family is like just prioritizing things that don't matter Mm -hmm. or like things that do matter vice versa so it's like if it's a matter of like 
oh, they want to invite their coworkers that you didn't want them there. It's like, are they going to directly impact your time? No, then take the L and just focus on like, okay, me and my mom are arguing over like different types of cutlery. Be like, mom, I really want this cutlery. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. those are the types of, it's like, it's kind of give and take. So it's like, those are the types of arguments that you should be focusing on if that's something you're very passionate about if it's directly going to impact the day of your wedding. Mm -hmm. But if it's not, and then just let it go. Yeah. Um, But back to your question, I guess. So yeah, if I just got engaged, that's the first thing I'd be doing is guest count. What time of year? I I always like to encourage people to not be fixated on a date unless you have like a super special connection with like May 21st, then you do you. Mm -hmm. But like... I think it's so much easier. We kind of threw out like three or four months that worked for us. And our non-negotiable was we wanted a Saturday wedding. So like that is another thing that you should discuss with your partner is like, what are our non-negotiables for mm-hmm. our wedding? Like what are the must haves? Um, and then kind of go from there into starting to look at like, once you like kind of have a rough idea on budget, then then starting to look at venues because the venue and securing a date is like the biggest thing that needs to be crossed off the chest or the checklist. (laughs) I always think of it like a pyramid. So like the first thing is at the bottom and it's the biggest, which is like, what is the budget and like who is paying basically. Mm -hmm. Then next is like, you're right, like time of year venue is probably the second. And then like it gets smaller at the top of like importance and you kind of have to navigate that and like figure out what your priorities are for that day. Like I remember listening to your episode from August and like one of your like biggest priorities was like you really care about the details yes and like exactly I love that so I love that you're like that's a focus for me like Mm -hmm. that's something I'm just not willing to negotiate on and I I stand by that 100% so and those are the types of things too like that's something that Alex and I, I don't want to say we disagree upon but like he just doesn't care about details and I want to emphasize like it's okay to also have different interests in your wedding than your partner. Mm-hmm. Like Alex is one of his biggest priorities was a band. And I was originally a DJ person and he, we ended up going with the band because that was his higher priority and mine are the details. And it doesn't affect him if I focus on little details and it doesn't affect me if we have a band over right. DJ. Like, so it's like, there are like every couple's not going to just walk in and be like, wow, we both love it. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all these vendors and everything's perfect. Like it's, you're throwing a party ultimately. And just like any sort of party, there are going to be any sort of disagreements that you may think that certain people want Mm -hmm. based on what your version of a party is. So like, yeah, it really is just like, like you said, determining priorities. And one of the biggest things that I learned also is like, I felt so much pressure because everyone in like at the end of 2021, leading into 2022 was like book your vendors as soon as possible because they won't be available and i was like if i book all these how am i supposed to know that i really want them if i don't spend enough time looking like, and accurately researching. researching if they fit my vision and that's one of the best things i did was wait on the ones that i could take my time on and i booked the most important vendors first which for me was obviously venue which catering and bar should be your top priorities mm-hmm. and then from there, it was photographer because I didn't want the person I like to get snagged. And then from there, it was like a florist. I can find a good florist. Like mm-hmm. if there's someone that you really want to work with, then book her. But like a lot of people know how to do florals. It'll be OK if you wait like three months, four months after you book your venue to book that. 
And then same thing with the bands. It's like, okay, you really like one band and like, if you really love them, then book it right away. But if you want to just shop for bands, like take your time. Mm -hmm. It's not the end of the world. Like I literally just booked my florist like last week. So six months out basically. Yeah. And I'm secure in that decision. I'm very happy I waited. Yeah. Because you don't want to rush into something and then just to book it and then realize three months later, like, oh, I actually I'm not really feeling them. We're not vibing. Like it's right. kind of like when you like picked your wedding planner, like right. you you both were like, it was like a mutual, like, you know, separation between mm-hmm. the two of you. You were like, Hey girl, this is not working. And she was like, yeah, right. this isn't like, we're not this vibing. Isn't it. Yeah. yeah. And it like shit happens, you know, right. and you course corrected and you found the planner for you and it all worked out. Um, I had a florist on like a few weeks ago and a makeup artist and they, you know, I was asking them mm-hmm. like, when should people like book? And they were like, you know, eight months to a year if you can. But like, right. you don't have to do that. You can wait a little bit and like really look for the person that you want. Right. And like, you know, some people like, again, it just goes back to what your priorities are. Like some people don't care. Like I really wanted flash photography, documentary style photography and mm-hmm. video. Gorgeous. And that's what I focused on. But like, to me, I don't want like a full glam face of makeup and like glam hair. So like I get my hair done at dry bar all the time and I'm okay with the way that it looks, not saying I'm going to do that for my wedding, but like, I don't need to book like the top makeup artists in Los Angeles County because I'm sure I'll find someone (laughs) that will be able to execute the like very minimal, like easy look that I want to achieve. I mean, again, it's like all about priorities. Exactly. If like hair and makeup, like if you're like, listen, I can do my own makeup, like then do it. Right. Then do it. Spend the money elsewhere. I've seen seen so many brides save money by doing their makeup and their photos turn out great. Like Mm -hmm. no one's going to remember if you got your hair and makeup done professionally. I mean, a lot of people just like the idea of like being taken care of on their wedding day, which I will stand for that. Like Mm -hmm. I don't want to lift a finger, (laughs) (laughs) but like I... Yeah, I'm going to do my own makeup for our church ceremony and probably our bridal showers because it's not that serious to me to have to get like a full face of makeup done. Yeah. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Are you, because I'm so curious about this um, ceremony that you're having in February, so Especially because you're kind of blending two families, two cultures, two religions. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, my boyfriend is Jewish. So, like, mm-hmm. I I will be converting, like, when the time comes. But, I, you know, my yeah. family's not Jewish. Like, they don't know what's going on. So, I'm curious, like, right. how you handled that or how you're handling it now. Um, I mean, there's really no conversion that has to go on. Because, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Between Greek Orthodox and Catholicism, they're actually extremely similar religions. Okay. Um, they're very, like, minor differences. So it's it was actually a very easy process for me to get accepted into the church. Mm-hmm. I just had to prove my, um, bapt- like, I had to show my baptism certificate. So, like, yeah, I can't speak too much on that because there's really, like, it, it would be actually a lot different if Alex had to get married in the Catholic Church because then he would have to go through um, all the steps necessary in order to fulfill that. But um, he went to Catholic school, high school growing up. So 
he's very familiar with that process anyway, but it was, we always knew from the beginning that when we got engaged, we would, I would get married with him in the Orthodox church. Um, did you get a photographer yeah. for your Greek Orthodox ceremony? Yes, okay. we did. I actually, that reminds me, I have to sign the contract, but okay. um, I found an amazing <laughs> photographer um, and she's local in New York City. So it works out perfect. Mm-hmm. And I love her style. And I, I had reached out to like some bigger photographers, but I'm like, they were so expensive and I don't need double the wedding photos a lot of them were booked anyways at big weddings that day because mm-hmm. it's a Saturday afternoon wedding, which they are booked throughout. But I very much so emphasize, like, I want it, like, similar to an engagement session. Mm-hmm. Just keep it fun. Keep it casual. I just want it documented. Like, we're not going to even have, like, a specific vision here. So that was the priority. Like, we didn't need to break the bank on someone who was, like, top-notch. Right. Yeah. I mean, especially because you're. it's only about, like, 20 people. Because it's very intimate, yeah, less than very 20 small. people. Okay. Yeah. And the ceremony should last. I actually was corrected. It was not an hour and a half. It should only be like 45 minutes to an hour. So, oh, okay. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah, been to so. a Greek Orthodox wedding and like, yeah, there's the crowns, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's really beautiful. It is a beautiful ceremony. Mm-hmm. And actually, um, we had just discussed with Alex's family that um, we we didn't realize that we have to purchase our own crowns but that's like something really special to me mm-hmm. that now we get like these personalized detailed crowns that we get to keep and that we're exchanging with one another so like there's so many really special moments that we get to share and that's what i really want captured is mm-hmm. the moments versus the vibe like yeah. if that makes sense because this isn't going to be like a trendy photo shoot i just want it i just wanted to show some love yeah, yeah. i can't wait to see the pictures post them share them all of it. Yes, definitely. And did you ask your grandpa to officiate? Your um, oh gosh, no, I haven't asked him okay. yet. Um, but actually, it pro- maybe when this airs, it will be out. Yeah. Um, I finally have his gift. I just like have been Aww. so preoccupied. I haven't sent it. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully by the time this airs, it will be given to him and he will accept. That's so sweet. I can't wait yeah. to hear about that because you're going to come back on. We're going to do another check-in. Yes. Because <laughs> you've got a lot going on. And then your bachelorette party, are you still doing Austin as your location? or did you Yes, we're still okay. doing Austin. I have such a big group. I don't know if I had mentioned this. I think it's like 16 people. Yeah, yeah, I think I invited 18. Okay. Um, Alex is like outdoing me with his large group. I think he has 18 <laughs> confirmed. We both just have like a ton of friends um, and then also big families. So on top of that, it's like, we're not like every year we have like maybe three friend, three or four friend weddings, and, like one or two family weddings. So it between both of our families were, we have so many people in our lives that we wanted to include. Um, but as it gets closer, a lot of people, it's not working with people's schedules, you know, different travel situations and obligations. So it's, I think we're at 13 or 14 confirmed, which is like, that's, perfect. that's a solid group. Yeah. That's a solid yeah. group. Austin, I hear is like the best time. I've never yes. been. I've never been either. I, really people so. go and they like, don't leave. Like it's the yeah. new place that everyone is going. It's like that. And like Scottsdale. Yes. Like the big, I think Austin's kind of taking Nashville's spot as like the bachelorette. Trip. Yes, I think so. I was really into your opera ski idea, but like, oh my gosh, it's really. I mean, I totally get why you're not I, doing yeah. it. But as oh a gosh. ski I'm girl so myself, I was like, wait, yeah, I'm taking notes like in the back of my head. I'm like, oh my god, that I'm sounds amazing. Yours. Yeah. Oh my god, we'll go down the <laughs> because, mountain together. Yes. If anyone wants to invite me to their opera ski, that's right. I will 100 go because that is like so fun. But 
Upright skiing is such an expensive, expensive hobby. It's crazy. And like Alex and I usually go on like one, last year we went to two trips out West um, during the winter season. And then we'll do a couple like local on the East coast mountains. But um, it's so much money. We were like with the one and we cannot afford to even go. So now I'm like even more sad that we're not doing any trips out West. (laughs) And like he is too. He's the one that like got me into snowboarding, but Yes, um, I will forever mourn that bachelorette. Yeah, that I mean, it sounded amazing, but I'm sure Austin will be just as incredible because, like I said, people go when they don't leave. They love it. Yes. They, like, move yes. there. So you're a trendy girl. You know what's coming. You know what's going. And I'm very, very mm-hmm. curious what you think we are going to be seeing in 2023, 2024. Like, as far as, like, um, yes. like dresses. I, I remember, like... I see a lot of sleeve work going on. Yes. Sleeves are like, so it was really cool to go to Bridal Fashion Week, especially as someone who works in fashion in the trend realm, because it's so different within the fashion side. Like, um, based on my experience, you know, there are a lot of like trend reporting that people do, a lot of websites that people mm-hmm. pull from, like designers. They're studying runways and then it gets like trickled down, just kind of just like how, um, like, Randa Priestley stuff. I was going to say in the Devil Wars product. <laughs> She's like, just so it's true, you know? It's yeah, like, she's like, it's cerulean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like kind of brought from the runway years and years to where it's like kind of brought into like the mainstream, like everyday fashion, fashion mm-hmm. I guess, world too. And so it was so interesting with Bridal Fashion Week because it's such a quick turnaround because the gowns are being produced, you know, within a year of the drop. So we're seeing stuff and i saw stuff in september or october and it's going to be in stores by like january february march meaning it's going to be within the hands of a bride in september october november Mm -hmm. so it's just a fast turnaround which i love so i saw a lot to no surprise like pearls have always like been the biggest thing this past year whether Mm -hmm. it's like pearl accessories pearl um head pieces pearl shoes pearl heels have been really big yeah purses Mm -hmm. But now it's like, I actually didn't realize I did not see it on wedding dresses. And I saw a ton of pearl gowns at Bridal Fashion Week in corset form, on sleeve detail, in veils, like on a full bodice. It's everywhere. So it's going to be like pearl galore. Um, Corsets are huge, which as they should be, (laughs) because I feel like that's like that Bridgerton era, Mm -hmm. you know, influence right there, because it snatches everybody. Like who doesn't love a girl, a good corset? Like... I don't know one person who doesn't look good in a corset because it snatches you in the right way. And especially Mm -hmm. if the skirt is flowy, you can breathe uh, under there and not Mm -hmm. feel like you're restricted completely. Um, And I think corset detailing is just so elegant on anybody regarding the shape. And as you mentioned, sleeves are everywhere, um, which I think is also really cool about sleeves is a lot of them are now detachable. Mm -hmm. So you're getting multiple looks within one which I love. Like you can walk down the aisle with a puff sleeve or sleeve detail, pull that thing off, you know, and take off your veil. And it's a completely different look, Mm -hmm. which I love. So I think that's um, like three in one dresses, two in one are also becoming like a big thing, like over skirts that you can wear down the aisle that give you some volume. And then you take it off and it's more of a fitted gown that you can dance in all night. Like especially with how expensive gowns are, I think people want to get the most use out of it without having to buy like a full wardrobe day of their wedding and have to change. So anything that gives you a variety of looks um, is going to be huge, I think, in the next year. 
And then what I what really surprised me was beaded gowns are coming back better than ever. Embellished. Yeah, like, like there's embellished. A lot. Yes. I'm like, I envision it in my mind. I saw a couple gowns that I really love, like kind of like this art deco, vintage glam sort of look. And I'm just waiting for the right bride one day to tag me on TikTok on her art deco or like roaring 20s themed mm-hmm. wedding and just wear the most stunning, eloquent beaded gown. And I'm just going to like pass out. I know. I'm de- I like... When I was at Jenny U and you were there, like, so many uh-huh. beautiful gowns, like, so size inclusive. It was, like, really amazing. Yes. And, like, I was really happy to see color come back on bridesmaids' dresses. Like, yes. I love that. Like, I've been seeing a lot on mm-hmm. TikTok of girls, like, who have, like, different patterns of bridesmaids' dresses. Like, some are mm-hmm. solid, some are floral. And I just think that that's so cute and really beautiful. Yes. So I was kind of, like, excited to see, like, the greens and the blues, like, Yes. So cute. Lavender, I think, is going to be a huge color mm-hmm. um, in 2023 and 2024, especially like a light pale lavender, because we're seeing a lot of like light pinks right now or like, especially with the trend that's going on currently of like mismatched bridesmaids dresses. Mm-hmm. I think a lavender approach would be super cool or even just like different shades of purple from light to dark and introducing floral or texture in that would be so sick. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I did. I really did enjoy Jenny's show, especially because it was size inclusive. And she showed not only her dresses for the bride, but bridesmaids and like very trend forward, like silhouettes. Trend forward and also like very classic. Like they look like dresses that you could wear to different events. And like normally, like I'm someone that hates that phrase. Like when someone's like, oh, my God, like at least you can wear it somewhere else. I'm like, I'm literally never going to wear this ever again. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know what you're talking about, but with those, like, I felt very like, oh, like I could actually wear that. And I've, I've worn a Jenny, you dress for a bride's as I was a bridesmaid and it was beautiful and very comfortable and great quality. Yeah. No, I would like a lot of the gowns that we saw, I think would be gowns that you could wear as a guest too, going Mm -hmm. to someone else's wedding, which I really love. Like it, there are so many different opportunities to wear her gowns. And I just, I just love the inclusivity of all of it. And like the variety of styles is really fun. Really fun. What do you think we'll see go away? Like what's a trend that you see is like not going to last? Like, um, I think that not within wedding dresses, but I think that like arches, floral arches are going to be like less and less of important going into 2023 and 24. Um, I think people are getting a lot more creative with the way that they're displaying florals, like Mm -hmm. grounded floral arches right now are like a huge thing, especially if you have a wedding venue that has like a serene background or something like a focal point to focus on, like you're getting married in the mountains or even like in the city and you want to focus on the backdrop. Like why would you want to obstruct the view of something so beautiful by Mm -hmm. covering it with an arch? Um, So I think people are getting a lot more creative now instead of having those arches, they're having like floral ground displays or just like different, even hanging florals if you're inside the cover, like um, are just different approaches to it. And Mm -hmm. I think like the broken arches or the rounded arches are just going to be less popular in the next few years. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of like overgrown aisles. Um, they're yes, really I beautiful. I it's so beautiful. Yeah. Like, and I see, I'm such a dummy. Like, I would never even think of that. Like, oh yeah, I mean, ever. you're not dumb. Like, you just never plan. Like, you're not planning weddings. It's like, how would you know? Right. Like, that stuff. Like, even me from now. Like, the things that I've learned. That's why I changed my florals because I was so firm on what I wanted, mm-hmm. and then I spent more time researching, and I was like, actually, this is way cooler. Um, and it's just hard to like know, especially like 
if you, depending on what type of bride you are, some brides are like, I want timeless aesthetic. I don't want any trends. I right. want it very traditional and that's cool. And then some people are like, no, I want it to reflect this time and the age that I'm getting married in. And I want it to embody everything that's happening around me. So it's, there's so many cool ways to experiment with flowers, especially now that like, you know, silk flowers are now a thing. I mm -hmm. think there are just really cool ways to kind of modernize your wedding in that aspect. Yeah. What other ways do you think someone could modernize their wedding? Um, I think like by having unique ceremony seating is another one. Like, like I think people are no longer, not no longer, I don't say people, but I've seen a <laughs> lot of like, especially like in Lake Como. I don't know why like Lake Como weddings. Does it pop up on your TikTok a lot? Yes. And Pinterest. It's all like, over my... Lake Como same. weddings in specific, I think mostly because it's, they usually have such a large space to be able to produce a wedding so you're getting like so much like an like let's just say an acre of land mm -hmm. um to experiment or to mess around with um and i think traditional seating where it's like just rows and rows of chairs i think it's beautiful it's great but a lot of people are starting to experiment with like a long runway and having people aligned up on the sides or um stadium style seating where the bride and groom are sitting in the standing in the middle and there's like amphitheater type seating or like arranged around them. Mm -hmm. uh, it really just depends on where you're getting mar married. Like my venue is pretty much impossible because there's like a, basically like an arch that's built into the ground. Oh, okay. That steps lead to. So like if that weren't there, I would definitely skip the arch and just do a grounded floral arch and mess with the ceremony seating. But it's like the only way for it to make sense is if I had everyone sitting in rows. Mm -hmm. But I think that's like a very cool way to like modernize your wedding is just by like switching up the seating a little bit um, in the ceremony specifically. I saw this wedding. Um, I posted about it on Instagram. It had the grounded floral aisle and it was mm -hmm. like roses. And mm -hmm. then, you know, everyone's facing the aisle way, like just a singular row of everybody just facing the aisle. And then it yes. also made for a table. They put a table there when it was the reception. So it was just one long big table and people oh, still sat so at the table. Cool. It was really cool and really unique. And I thought it was like a really cool way to like use that space again um, and yeah. use your florals again. I thought it was really, really cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I think just so there's so many like, I mean, I can't speak to it because I'm not a florist nor a wedding planner, but like just by like going on TikTok or Pinterest, there's so many cool ideas that you can absorb from there. Mm -hmm. And there's so many ways to personalize your wedding. And I always say like the best weddings are not the ones that people spend a million dollars on. They're the ones that people are unique and creative with their ideas and they add personality to it because those are the ones that I remember yeah. forever. Like I will, yeah, sure. I might remember the $200,000 elaborate black tie wedding that I went to, but I'll also remember the wedding where like, my friend hand drew all her menus and like added custom wedding logos to everything or like just i don't know had some sort of personality where they brought out like a taco truck at the end, and mm -hmm. end of the night of like local food like that to me like you don't have to spend a lot of money to make things modern and unique i agree okay so we're going to read a, from the bride's help desk we're going to okay. read what this listener submitted and then we're going to give her advice well you're going to give her advice because you're the one getting married and you know okay, okay. <laughs> so my fiance's grandpa was incredibly out of line recently when he asked my fiance and i to invite his wife's sister to our wedding so that they could feel comfortable staying at the sister's house while they were out of town 
Until about two weeks before, he asked us to invite the sister. We had never met her. Recently, we got an unusual invite to have lunch at the sister's house, and we stayed for about an hour and a half, and the visit was over. The invite was unusual because my fiancé's grandpa has been in town tons of times to visit the sister, but has never tried to see us on those visits. Oh, okay. The timing is obviously suspicious that not two weeks after we finally met her, we are asked to invite her to our wedding. His grandpa said he can't come to the wedding unless we invite the sister because lodging will be too expensive. We live in the Bay Area, so he's not wrong. Hotels are pricey. Now we're left wondering, do we have to give into this bullying just so we can have them at our wedding? Do we express how uncomfortable and manipulated we feel? I'm at a complete loss. My sense is to just invite her and drop it to keep the peace. What do you think? she should do oh yeah that's tough i think i'm such a sucker because like i'm super Same. close with my grandparents so it's like that to me seems like an easy decision especially someone who's elder like i don't everyone has different aged grandparents but like if so, uh, elder people should have like a group or someone that they feel comfortable being around and, and i don't definitely don't appreciate the way that he brought that up mm -hmm. i think it would be a lot nicer if he was like hey it'd be really make me a lot more comfortable if I could bring my sister, um, you know, traveling's hard at whatever your reason being. Um, so I can definitely understand why you feel slighted and bullied in that aspect, but that's a plus one I think is just easy to give to keep the peace. And especially someone who, you know, you don't know how many years you have with them. You just want to make it as enjoyable as possible, but I'm so sorry that you feel that way. That's I know really that's like a really shitty yeah. feeling. But at the yeah. same time, like you said, it's like it's just one extra person. And if it means that his grandpa's going to be there, then I think that you just kind of have to take it. And right. Like gr grandpa is it. like high priority. To yeah, grandparents. yeah. So it's like I want to make them happy. I mean, like. And of course, like, I don't know how close this man is with his grandparent, but I'm assuming. Right. Close. Yeah. And it's definitely not worth like causing an argument. I mean, it's definitely a different story if like someone your age is like trying to bully you into bringing like their new Very boyfriend different. of two weeks. But yeah, so I'm sorry you feel that way, but that's definitely what I would do. Yeah. And then let's play a would you rather game. So okay. would you rather skip the bachelorette party or skip the honeymoon? Skip the bachelorette 100%. Yeah. You need that vacation after. Yeah. Like the whole point of the wedding is to be married. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I want to be married. Like I would rather just like go out to dinner with my girlfriends one night locally than not have my honeymoon. Yeah. Where are you going? Do you know for your honeymoon? We, yes, I do know. We're going to Italy. Um, Alex's cousin is getting married a month after us in Sicily. And it was perfect for them because well, obviously we're celebrating their beautiful mm -hmm. wedding and they're inviting us to this beautiful location in Sicily. But um, it made sense because we're already going to be in Europe and we would have taken time to spend more time in Italy regardless because their wedding, you know, when you're going to a destination wedding, it makes sense. So mm -hmm. once their wedding festivities end, we're going to make our way um, from Sicily all the way up to like Como oh and, and stop at different parts of Italy. That sounds incredible. And like what a way to like knock two things out at one time, you know? Yeah. Like you're like going to the wedding and then you're going on your honeymoon. Yeah. I'm so, I'm really excited. She's really close cousin to us. And, um, so we're excited to celebrate with their whole family like twice in two months and then just like be together in a foreign country and then just like get to like completely check out mentally and just yeah, enjoy just drink limoncello and like yeah. eat pizza <laughs> yeah and pasta um okay would you rather have your outdoor wedding be freezing cold or sweltering hot um i would say sweltering hot and i would just make the ceremony like 10 minutes <laughs> 
I do, you do. Let's wrap it up. Lock down the aisle, exchange the rings. Let's yeah. get inside. And I would like serve cocktails if I could outside. I was in a wedding in May and it in Michigan. So yeah. up north is really cold still in May. And mm-hmm. um, it was freezing and it was outdoors. And the girl next to me of standing up fainted because oh she was gosh. so cold that she locked her knees. <laughs> and she like slowly went down and I had to catch her. And like I looked over at like one of the bridesmen and I was like, Can you go get a chair? Like, please. Like, this is crazy. Oh my I felt so that she recovered very quickly. She was totally yeah. fine. It was just like very crazy. Um, so yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah, that's really that's really tough. It was oh really <laughs> you know what? It was really she she was okay. She she like she yeah. looked at me at one point after and she was like, Did I faint? I'm like, Yeah, girl, you're sitting. Like <laughs> you're you're literally sitting in a chair right now. Like, oh my gosh. But I was like, You're that's okay. It, yeah, yeah, she's all Girls, if you're listening, like, do not lock your knees. Like, things can happen. You'll <laughs> relax the knees. Yeah, relax Mental the knees. Out. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you rather your maid of honor accidentally reveal your darkest secret during her speech or purposely talk about only the groom during her speech? You could purposely talk about the groom. I mean, I don't have any dark secrets. <laughs> right. But, like, if my sister was, like, I remember when, like, yeah, I don't know, some something horrible horrifying. story where I had, like, a stomachache or something and, like, embarrassed myself in public, I'd be, like, just talk about the groom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I yeah. agree. I would not I would not want anything accidentally revealed. Like I would die. Right. I would die. Yeah. Like it's not the not the time. You could tell me in private. <laughs> yeah. Or like yeah. Or just don't. Um, we don't need to relive anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> My gosh. Would you rather the officiant doesn't show up to the ceremony or the power goes out during the reception? Um, I'd rather have the officiant not show up. Because <laughs> at this point, I mean, obviously, it has to be someone ordained, but I mean, we can figure that out. Yeah, I'd be like, we can. <laughs> Let's do keep it. the party going. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Like, I need that party. Like, I've been planning it for a year. I can right. figure someone out to like stand under the altar and like marry us. Right, yeah. right. Amazing. So you were incredible. I want Thank you to tell you. everybody where they can find you, follow you on your journey. Like, it's amazing. Thank you. We'll get through this. I'm struggling, yeah. but I bet you the next time we talk, I'm going to be like, I'm so excited. I'm, I am excited. I'm very excited, but I'll right. probably be in a better, better space. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. It's M-I-L-A-A White. So Mila White. Um, yeah. On both Instagram and TikTok, it's the same? Both Instagram and TikTok. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. Okay. Instagram, cool. um, I don't post as much as like video content. Obviously on TikTok's a lot easier for me mm-hmm. to explain things. So if you want more um like comprehensive information about my wedding it's definitely on tiktok yeah it's a great tiktok to follow and you also like repost or like you share a lot of like other people's stuff on there because yes, i always I like find people like, up all the time <laughs> yeah like i find like a video and then i look at the comments and it's like reposted by Mila, and i was like oh yeah obviously, <laughs> yeah obviously, i like Honestly, I'm so lucky to get the best videos on my feed. So if I see something I love, I'll hype it up and repost all the time. So if you're looking for and my Pinterest, like I have so many people follow me on Pinterest because I save so much like inspiration there. So my mind is just consumed with all wedding things right now. So follow me on everything. (laughs) And I want to thank you guys so much for listening and make sure you give this a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe. Of course, follow us at Betches Brides and I'll see you guys next week until death do us part. Bye. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Samantha Bush, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. 
Editing by Rebecca Salzmacat. Social media by Samantha Bush. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.